Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about all the things in life that we love and that we hate. And usually we don't agree, but we always try to find some common ground. And actually today we are going to be talking about movie genres, and I think we will find some common ground, but I don't know. Mm, it's probably we'll going to be a little bit, hopefully. We'll yeah. see. And But before we get into all of that, um, we kind of had a fun idea that we wanted to kind of talk about and encourage our listeners to do as well, is if you were in a Disney movie, what part... Okay, there's kind of two things. There's like, what part would you want to play? And then what part would like make sense for you? Like, do you want to be the villain? Do you want to be the princess? Do you want to be the hero? Do you want to be the sidekick? Do you want to be the comic yeah. relief character? Like, mm-hmm. who who are you? Yeah, so Anne and I were driving to work this morning and Anne asked me that question. And I was like, hands down, I would be the princess. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it also just makes sense because I don't have a belting voice, so I couldn't be the villain. And I also feel like I'm not very funny. And I feel like the side characters are also like usually belty as well. Yeah. They or they have, have like a, a big fun voice. Yeah. Something distinctive. Yeah. Yeah. No, you to- you totally are the princess. 100%. I agree. I think for me, I kind of feel like I could be, I feel like I could be a sidekick or potentially the villain. The thing is though, I think I'm too perky to be a villain. I don't know. Yeah. I think that you are 100% a sidekick. Yeah. We were listening to Disney music even on the way over here, and she was singing Kiss the Girl. No. No, it was the uh, Under the Sea. Under the Sea. She was singing Under the Sea, and I was like, you are 100% a sidekick. Like, (laughs) you are Sebastian. Yeah. And I mean, I think I can live with that role. I feel like, you know, the Olafs. Yeah, the Olafs of the world. Ultimately, everybody loves them, and everyone always laughs at their part, and like, I feel like I could I could accept that. Yeah, and there I feel like everyone likes the main character and the side character. Nobody really actually cares about the villain that much. What I totally do. Mm. The villains like so, this is this is my thing though. The villains get the best songs. Like Poor Unfortunate Soul and also um in Lion King Be Prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, that's so right. So good. It's just classic. So I yeah, don't know. I will say, really I mean, songs. it's not, I think Anastasia, the movie, the villain in that one, I really like his song, but that's not Disney. But anyways. It's on Disney Plus. So Disney yeah. has officially adopted it into it. <laughs> yes. Because everyone thinks it's Disney, but you are right. It wasn't originally, but Disney Plus probably bought the rights to it. Probably bought out the studio that made it because, you know, Disney's a mega conglomerate that is going to control everything someday. <laughs> yes. So yeah. You guys should let us know on our socials on like Instagram and Facebook or YouTube. What would you want to be or what makes sense for you to be? The villain, the main character, the sidekick. Let us know because we're really interested. Yeah. Or maybe the love interest, you know, like the Kristoffs mm. or. Yeah. Who cares about them? Really. <laughs> but really, now I'm thinking about it. Who is the villain in Frozen 2? Is there even a villain? Um, I think it's like... Or is the, is the villain like herself? Yeah, well, the villain's kind of the king. It's kind of their great-grandfather or their grandfather. Mm. It's kind of oh, him. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
We spoil stuff on this podcast. We're sorry, people. Yeah. It's just going to happen. But anyway, but that leads us pretty well into our movie genres. I think one thing Emily and I can for sure agree on, I know Disney, like Princess, isn't really its own movie genre, but it kind of is, and we are in love. Yeah. Disney is a genre to me. And it's amazing. Again, a a mega conglomerate company that is just oodles upon oodles of filthy rich money that i just will never understand and takes over the world yet their product so good it's just Chef's i love kisses. <laughs> so yes take my money and give I, me disney plus so i can i watch cannot everything. deny that we both love disney yes so that genre love again disney doesn't technically count as genre but, but it is what is like okay emily it's a uh, friday night and you finally get to breathe a little bit the week's over you've got you know you don't have to wake up early in the morning you don't have work you get to finally relax what is your go-to genre that you're going to turn on that night it really depends on if i'm watching by myself if i'm watching with alex you're by or yourself if i'm watching with the group okay you're by yourself I'm by myself you know what i'm i don't know if this is embarrassing or not but i am watching either Old movies that I used to love in like high school, uh-huh. which are more the chick flick kind of stuff, like the she's the man type of stuff. Okay. Or I'm watching Netflix originals like To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which is still kind of the same, That's but it's just newer <laughs> and didn't come out when I was in high school. <laughs> okay. So. Romantic comedies, rom-coms. Yes, I love a good rom-com. Yeah, see, this is where we're not going to have... I mean, I get, I enjoy a rom-com, sure. Like, there's some that I like. Most of the ones I like aren't the ones Emily likes. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't dislike them, but they they would never be my first choice. Like, I've, I have very rarely ever been like, I want to watch a rom-com. Like, it's usually just like, if my friends want to, I'm like, sure. So wait, what's what's a rom-com that you would be like, oh, yeah, that's one of my go-tos or like, I like that rom-com. I like About Time. Have you seen that one? I think so. I think I own it, but I don't think I've watched it more than once. Okay. I like that one because that one's got, it's got a good, that one, I like it because it's not just about the, like the romantic Uh, yes that's a large part of it like the main characters getting together but it's also Mm -hmm. about like family and like his dad his relationship with his dad and like his sister like it's not just the love of his like wife but also his family so I like it for that reason because it's Mm -hmm. got more to it than just like the typical yeah romantic thing yeah what about like 50 First Dates or anything with Adam Sandler. Yeah, not a huge Adam Sandler fan. Oh my gosh. He's fine. I freaking love Adam Sandler's movies. I don't know why. And like his, all of his friends, like everybody keeps coming in all of his movies with him. And I just think it's really funny. Uh, I don't know. I just, it was never my thing. Like Happy Gilmore, whatever, Gilmore Days, whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> Gilmore Days. Whatever. It's not a fan. Humor. I've actually never seen that movie, but like 50 First Dates and Just Go With It and nope. like, I don't know. There's just so many. Uh, yeah. See, for me, like if it's a Friday night 
and I get my choice. I mean, it does depend on my mood a little bit. If I'm in need of something that's just like, if I've had a stressful week and I just want to detox a little bit and just relax, I usually turn to Studio Ghibli, not going to lie. That's like kind of my first go-to. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's a, it's an animated, uh, like in Japanese uh, animation studio. So they make anime movies. It, that's like Miyazaki films are probably the best known Studio Ghibli films. So that's like Spirited Away, Hayao Miyazaki's um, Howl's Moving Castle, um, My Neighbor Totoro. Ugh, that one's always just makes me happy. Ponyo, Castle in the Sky, The Wind Rises. Nothing. No. Nope. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Nope. 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 Uh, it's definitely a nerd thing, but they're really good. And what I love about them is they have, they're so childlike. And there's usually in a lot of the Studio Ghibli movies, they're not, there's not necessarily a clear villain. It's usually a little bit more ambiguous, which I really like. And a lot of times it's like, it's more just about these people and their struggles and how they like come together to like overcome them. Um, especially in like My Neighbor Totoro, like there is no villain or clear, like it's just a beautiful, cute, like simple story about these two sisters who move to a new place and their mom's like in the hospital and it's their struggle of, you know, trying to understand why their mom is like in the hospital, but also they're in this new place. And like, there's no real main big conflict or major like plot but it's just absolutely adorable and it makes me so happy because it's just so cute. So those are definitely what I turn to. Like I said, if I've had kind of like a stressful week, like I do really like those movies. But I also, I am a sucker for historical dramas. Love mm. historical dramas. Like what? Like Hidden Figures, <laughs> The Post, um, Moneyball, like those movies that are based on like true or based off of real events. October Sky, like, I love that stuff. Yeah, I like those too, but I have to be in the right mood for those. Oh, I can watch those at any time, anywhere, any day. I, I'm actually pretty surprised that you've never shown me any anime stuff yet on this podcast. Have you? Like, movies? Mm, you know what? I haven't yet. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's a massive side of nerdum that I have not exposed you to because I know you're going to hate it. And I don't, I don't want know. you to. Only time will tell. Yeah, well, you're right, though. I do need to. I, it, it's hard, though, because this is the thing about anime in particular. And anime is a genre. It totally is. Like, it's, um, honestly, it's arguably, like, anime as a whole is probably the biggest movie and TV show genre out there. Like, there is literally millions of animes. It's actually kind of crazy. And that's what's, that's the thing about it is, like, there's a lot of super really good anime, but there's also a lot of really bad, not good anime. And so I think a lot of people get this like idea in their head that all anime is bad because there's all this bad. And I would say probably the bad stuff outweighs the good content that's out there. But um, so people get this like negative connotation towards it and they feel like anime is bad, but it's not. It's so good. There's so much good anime out there that I think any... Honestly, I do think if people can... I do think there's an anime for pretty much everybody out there because it's they not only is it um, they span like all the genres, like every genre we're going to talk about today is an anime, you know, mm. so it's so good. I just love it. Interesting. Well, you didn't really sell it for me. Well, what kind of like, <laughs> OK, if you. OK, so you like romantic comedies 
then you should watch, which I don't know. That's the thing, too. Mm, okay. This is the thing. I get into my head when it comes to anime, and I just, like, freak out a little bit Because you're about like, it. oh, this might suck, or you might like it. Yeah. I can't tell with Emily. Honestly, I'm very terrible at <laughs> judging what Emily's going to like and not. I feel like I should be good at it, but I'm not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like that you... I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. Like what exactly? That you don't know what you would what like. What I'm going to like. Because I thought you would like Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog because you like musicals, but you didn't like it. Yeah. I just didn't really like Felicia Day. There's just something about her that I was like, eh. And then Neil Patrick Harris, he just could have done a lot better. Ugh, he could whatever. have had a such better musical part. Save it for the episode. We already covered yeah, this. We, already covered we don't it. need to you talk guys about can it. Go again. back and listen and hear Ugh. my we don't more need to relive this. thoughts. But okay, so yeah, we talked about what we'd want to watch ourselves. So now let's talk about something that we absolutely hate. I hate horror. horror? I do. I'm sorry. What about I don't thriller? like it. Thriller, I can manage, but usually thriller ends up just falling into the horror category and I don't like it. If it's a good thriller, like I think of um, North by Northwest, which is an old movie that I'm sure you haven't heard of. Um, like that's a classic thriller where like it's super suspenseful. It's kind of mystery-esque. It leans much more on the like mystery suspense side than the horror scary side. So if it's more like mystery suspense, I'm totally for thriller. But as soon as it starts going like too scary and too horror, like, no, I'm out. I can't. What's the difference for you between horror and thriller? To me, thriller is more like edge of your seat suspenseful and horror is more like gory just there to scare you there to like just so like scary the conjuring movies which are not really like gory but it's about like possession and things like that is that thriller or is that to me that's horror hmm I classify thriller like I said I guess it's one of those genres that bleeds into each other a lot so sometimes like some movies might have be like I said might be that more like mystery thriller and that's much more what I'm interested in. Yeah. I like the I mean I like scary movies. I like having no. scary movie nights with no. either just me and Alex or like it's a great double date type of a thing. Nope. Never. Emily, we will never go on a double date <laughs> or go see oh. a scary movie. Oh, we will. No, we won't. We will. We won't. We will. <laughs> we won't. And then I also really like psychological thrillers. No. Well, I just, sometimes. I just love those. They're just so amazing. I'm trying to like, have Have you ever seen Us? No. Ooh, that one's a good one. Like, it makes you think afterwards. You're like, whoa, that was creepy and scary. But like, what did I just watch? Yeah. I can some psychological thrillers I can do again as long but again a lot of times psychological thrillers tend to lean a little bit more like on the scary side if it's too scary I just don't like it this is my thing people I don't want to be scared when I'm watching a movie I want to be entertained being scared is not entertaining for me it is for other people but it's not for me the whole point of watching something is to make you feel something right and I don't want to feel scared yes you do this is the thing when I watch movies I say that a lot, don't I? This is the thing. You just got to, this is, it's, it's who I am, people. You got to accept it. 
when I'm watching movies, I am very emotional and empathetic during a movie, like uh, to a next level. Like I cry literally at everything. And so on this equal scale with scary movies, I get really scared and like genuinely petrified for these people. And I don't like it. I don't like being so scared. So I can't do it. I must say there was one. There is a lot of really horrible horror movies out there as well. Yeah, that's true. Like I think I watched. I don't know why I watched the whole thing, but I just did. I think it was called Unfriended or something like that. And it was literally the whole thing was filmed on like Zoom or like facetime something like that oh and like all these different people were just like video chatting and then they would get a text or like a notification on facebook from this dead person saying like oh i'm gonna kill you and then it sends them each individual messages saying i'm gonna kill you if you do this or if you don't do this and then like everybody just died off one after another like one person like stuck their hand into a blender and like another person like Not stabbed herself. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's it's fine. It wasn't scary. It was mm. just like, why am I watching this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, if you're asking that question, then you probably should turn it off at that point. What about like, I mean, obviously I'm a nerd, so like fantasy, sci-fi, I'm all in, Emily's all out. I know. I mean, but- I'm only in for Harry Potter. Ugh typical millennial oh shut up <laughs> i'm proud of myself i read all the books so i'm not a typical yeah, it only millennial took, like three what four years <laughs> don't judge me i have other things to do <laughs> what about like action and adventure i feel like that's something we can maybe connect on i don't love it like i watch it because alex watches it and like that's he won't watch romantic movies with me very often so we end up watching his movies, <laughs> which end up being pretty good, I must admit. But sometimes I'm just like, action movies can feel so long just because there's so much of the same act. Like there's like three fights and I'm like, they're all the same. Why can't you just have one fight and call it a day? Uh, like, I love action We movies. could get rid of an hour of this movie because all the fights are the same. They're just taking place in different locations. Yeah, I'm kind of realizing the more we're talking, I do feel like in every genre there's good and there's bad because there's certainly bad action movies because I do. I understand that like there are action movies out there there that it's just boring because it's all the same. So I totally get you there. But like Mad Max Fury Road, one of the best action movies I think out there. And it is so good. It's so good. We should watch it. But like I've seen all of the what are those movies called? The racing, the car one. Oh, a Fury Road or... Um, no, that's the one you were just saying. No, Matt. Uh, no. The one with Vin Diesel. I know what Diesel you're talking about. What is it? And uh, Paul yeah. Walker. Why can't I think of it? I don't know. Why can't I think of it? Fast and the Furious. Yeah, Fast you're and welcome. Furious. You're welcome, listeners. I know you were screaming at us. Yeah, I've watched all of those. I like those. Oh, we, we've got to talk about superhero movies. Oh, well, again, that kind of gets... If we're counting Disney as... Is that action? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I I just got into Marvel like five years ago. I mean, I guess that's kind of a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) But before that, I'd never seen like Batman or anything like that. Which blows my mind. I mean, I never had any brothers. Oh, that's a fair point. And my dad didn't watch movies. Yeah. And... 
I didn't have a boyfriend really until college. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're you're making valid and okay. I'm understanding. That's why this is why I am the way I am, Anne. Okay. <laughs> Anne's had two brothers, or she has two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and they were both older, so. I was definitely influenced by their decisions because we watched whatever they put on. Like, I watched The Matrix, I think I was eight, which makes me feel old. Because when did The Matrix, or I don't know. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I was young. But yeah, my brothers were like all about it. And I remember my mom getting kind of mad that, that I watched it with them because, you know, I was pretty young. Mm. But yeah, The Matrix, oh, one of the best action movies out there too. It was also like The Matrix revolutionized action movies in a big way. Never seen it. Are you kidding? Oh my. <sighs> also like the John Wick movies. Ooh, those Never are seen. really good. <laughs> Well, of course you don't like good action. You haven't seen good action movies. We need. I think you actually would like the John Wick and like good action because you like sort of spy and like you know, you like. Do you like those sort of spy mystery action movies? I don't know. What's another spy movie? Like Mission Impossible. Never seen them. Okay, we need to educate you. <laughs> I think you would like these ones. I don't know. Yeah. Once again, I have to be in the right mood to watch an action movie because I'm mm. like. Do I really want to sit through a two-hour movie of, like, the same action scenes over and over and over and over See, and you over just, again? you haven't watched the good stuff. I'll introduce you to the good stuff and you'll like it. All right, Alex. Did you hear that? You're not showing me the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that sounded wrong. <laughs> okay. What is... Do you have, like, a memory of the first movie that you've ever watched? Because I'm very curious. Or, like, what's the what's the first memory that you have had of... Maybe the first movie that you saw. Ooh, gosh. I have I'm, no idea. It was probably The Land Before Time. Or oh, yeah. if you were to ask my parents, I guarantee you my dad would say that it was the uh, Sesame Street movie, like Big Bird. They have a movie? Yeah. It's like Big Bird. Oh, he's going to be upset that I can't remember it. Um, It's like Big Bird. He like go, gets lost. And they have to go find Big Bird because Big Bird gets lost and goes on an adventure. <laughs> it's the Sesame Street movie. But apparently we watched it literally a million times as a kid. But I don't have no memories of it. Um, but I definitely watched The Land Before. That's probably the first movie yeah, I can remember. Land Before Time, I definitely watched, I guess, all the Disney movies. But like in the theater, do you remember the first movie that you saw? The first memory. I don't know if this was the first movie I saw. But the first movie that I have memory of was actually, you're going to be surprised. It's totally not a nerd thing. What? The Princess Diaries. <gasps> really? The first one. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. I went and saw it with my mom and my sister. I feel like the first movie I remember seeing in the theaters was Shrek. Oh. With my grandma and my aunt. Okay. That's a good one. And they both fell asleep and I was like, stop snoring. That's awkward. <laughs> I don't understand people who fall asleep during movies. What's your problem? Yeah. I'm... Especially in the movie theater, I'm like, what are you paying for? Exactly. You're paying to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Only I did fall asleep once in a movie theater, but <laughs> to my defense, I had already seen the movie and I was working at the movie theater and I was seeing it for free and I was literally just like killing time. So that's my excuse. That's okay. my defense. <laughs> okay. What, what other ab- genres are there? What about like, oh, like I feel like there's old, like what about like Westerns? Oh, yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Western. <gasps> Oh, there's so much I need to educate you on, Emily. I just like, it doesn't, oh, oh, actually I have. I've seen A Million Ways to Die in the West. Is that a Western? I don't know. I don't know it. I, part of me, just by the way you were. It's Seth MacFarlane. 
I don't know. I don't think it's a Western, Probably but not. it's, it's, I don't know. I'm going to say it's a Western so that I can say I've seen a Western and you don't have to show me anything. Ugh. Westerns are one of those things that I feel like is a, a genre that's not made very much uh, anymore. Yeah. Which is, for a while, I've it was seen holes. huge. Uh, no. <laughs> holes is not a Western. I mean, it's got Western-esque elements to it, for sure. I definitely think it was influenced by the genre, but ultimately it's not. I wouldn't classify it as one. Um, but it it it's like, like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. There are some really, really good Westerns out there. Um, and I feel like it's one of those genres that people just don't watch as much anymore. Or make. Like, I haven't seen a new Western come out in a long time. But I definitely enjoy them. They're super good. Clint Eastwood, like, all of his The No Man, or The uh, Man With No Name series with, like, Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, and then The Good, Bad, The Ugly. Like, all of those are super good. And also, I will say, too, like, not only American Westerns, but there's some really good Japanese Westerns. Like, Yojimbo, um, Akira Kurosawa, he's the director of a lot of, like... um, those samurai western movies super good um i know rashomon yeah nothing's probably gonna ring the bell for you no. but to all our nerd old-fashioned nerds out there you know what movies i'm talking about kira kurosawa classic i mean and he's old like they were like black and white like old samurai westerns but super good Ooh, what about i've got a fun genre that i bet you have not seen a movie in Ooh, what about like epic movies like Lawrence of Arabia or um, Ben-Hur or you know those like movies that are like just big and epic and tell like a bigger epic tale like do you I don't even know if you've maybe seen one do you feel like you've seen anything like that or Gone with the Wind or Harry Potter no (laughs) (laughs) no um epic movies i mean i guess you could qualify titanic as one i would qualify titanic new york minute no epic i don't know i don't i haven't seen that one it's a mary kate nashley movie no that's not that i mean Um, like those ones that are like like lawrence of the arabia i feel like is a really good example where it's like they tend to be a little bit longer and they tell like a large story Ooh, ooh, yeah a little princess oh my gosh what? I had that thing on VHS. It was two tapes to get through that thing. <laughs> That's a long movie, yo. That's a big story. Okay. Well, <laughs> clearly Emily has not seen anything in that genre. I just I wanted mean, to I've throw it out there. I mean, I've seen the Titanic, so there you yeah. go. I, and I would, like I said, I'd qualify it because it's like, it's just, it's one of those just larger type-esque movies. Anyway, there was just something I threw out there. Is there any other genres you wanted to talk about? Sci-fi. <gasps> so amazing i know how much you hate it yeah hate it i don't even i don't even know any what's sci-fi i don't even know it's star just star wars so boring oh yeah how could i forget yeah like the sand central over there <sighs> yeah no not for the me space odyssey 2001 no 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 i know, I know. No. i mean the only sci-fi movie that i will watch is xenon no it's not no from disney channel i just don't understand how people stand to watch those movies 
Um, like they're so long. Maybe because they're they so have boring. Amazing soundtracks. They're and just like the looking at so sand good. all day. They're not always looking like. at sand. Okay, and maybe well because then they're looking they're at They're teleporting space. you to another world that is magical and beautiful and completely unique and fantastical. And because it's telling an epic story that's really entertaining and good. <sighs> mm. Moving along to war films. Is that I a love, separate genre? I think so. Or could it just fit in under action? I mean, it, it, sometimes all, it's not yeah, necessarily all genres, action. Yeah. And I think a lot of genres just sort of overlap in general. Usually what, any given movie is going to have probably more than one genre in it. Yeah. There's um, subcategories. But yeah, I love war films. I do too. Oh, <gasps> we can connect. Oh my gosh. I okay, bet we haven't seen like any of the same ones. Probably not. Let's rapid fire kind of list some of our favorites. Full um, Metal Jacket. Haven't seen. Dunkirk. Haven't seen. Ugh. Ooh, what about um They Shall Not Grow Old? That's No. Yeah, I didn't. What about so. Fury? No. Saving Private Ryan? That's gotta yeah, be one we that's both a seen. classic. Okay, that's yeah. a classic, yeah. Um nineteen seventeen. Oh yeah. yeah. That was phenomenal. Yep, Ooh. both loved that. Uh Hacksaw Ridge. Ooh, really good. Like that one. <laughs> okay. So we can agree here. We found our common ground. Yep, yep. I mean, we found a little bit before with Disney, but how about your old fashioned drama? I am kind of a sucker for a good drama. Me too. Like That's what's like, what's your favorite drama? Like what would you say? I would say my favorite probably is like again, historical dramas, like, you know, the the stuff that's um more what's the word? Like old British historical dramas love that stuff i'm a sucker for that what like even pride is like pride and prejudice that's kind of a romance it's not a rom-com though see that's the thing i yeah. do like romantic movies but they're just not rom-coms yeah like the notebook would you say is a drama but it's yeah. romance okay okay we're on the same page here yeah because i i enjoy the notebook again yeah. not my sometimes favorite, when i'm but... just like you know i want to cry i'm gonna put on the notebook and i'm gonna cry every single time yeah or like Marley and Me. <laughs> oh, I can't watch Marley and Me. <laughs> or what's a, what's a, what's another good drama? Well, and I think drama too is certainly like those historical dramas, like Mercy. Um, oh yeah. Or just just Mercy. Like I definitely I love historical dramas too. Yeah, same. Sometimes, if they're not about space. <laughs> wow. What about like, do, have you ever watched any more like kind of experimental films? Like that's a genre I feel like you don't see a whole lot, especially because usually more experimental films don't really make it to theaters. It's mm. kind of more rare that they do. Like what? Well, I mean, all the ones I'm going to list, you probably don't know. But um, and a lot of them, too, usually like, oh, Upstream Color. Um, that is a really good indie film made by Shane Carruth. I think I'm pronouncing his right last name right. Caruth, it's C A R R U T H. But um he's like an independent uh filmmaker who also made Primer. Oh, super good. Love that. Um but they're both definitely more on that like experimental side and I just really like those sort of indie experimental films. I kind of consider Loving Vincent, which we talked about on a previous episode a while ago. Um I think that also kind of falls into that more experimental category or um Wallace and Gromit no, that's. <laughs> I just Googled experimental films and all of these, I have no idea what they are. Yeah, they're very. I feel like it's one of those things that is, again, kind of a little bit more of an 
you know, old fashioned nerd thing. Like I do like to try and find unique films like that. Um, that just are, you know, something that's more experimental that doesn't necessarily tell a story in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find a lot of like, I think they make me think about the industry kind of as a whole. And I don't know. I just like thinking about that stuff. Speaking of other weird things, how about silent films? Ooh, there are a couple of silent films I actually genuinely do like. Hmm. I took a whole course on silent. Oh, well, they were silent films, but they are Soviet silent films. Oh, Russian. Interesting. (laughs) And I was like. Mm, no thanks okay bye i don't know i just i wasn't really into them i was like i cannot relate to you i think i like them because i just have a deep appreciation for like how like where how far we've come and i also like especially like the charlie chaplin movies and stuff like there was a lot of really clever things that they were doing to make the movies the way they did um, you know, just like the way they would play with the camera or the way they would play with the sets and stuff like they were really clever on how to make the genre, you know, start like making movies and making it work. Um, so I think I appreciate them and just have like but Metropolis is actually one that I do really genuinely enjoy. Um, and that's a silent film. Um, but yeah, more so I just have like a deep appreciation for what they've done and just like the history behind them. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of really, really good black and white movies that are not silent. Like they have sound, but um, that I really genuinely enjoy a lot. There's, and I think like, I literally had a friend in college who refused to watch black and white movies because, and like older movies. Cause she just was like, no, they're going to be bad. And like, I think that's a bad stigma to have because there's a lot of really good, movies that were made a long time ago in black and white but Mm -hmm. they're still really good and relevant today so that's going to be my life lesson i guess we can kind of jump there into life lessons don't just like with books don't judge a book by its cover don't judge a movie just because it's in black and white trust me there's some really good ones uh hello marlon brando yeah streetcar named desire super good Everything with Jimmy Stewart, like he was in, like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Love Jimmy uh, Stewart in like literally every Jimmy Stewart movie ever. He's just like one of my faves. Um, all the like Alfred Hitchcock movies, mm. really good. Of course, Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for Citizen Kane. I know Emily's not a huge fan. Or do you like that one? I don't I- really remember everything. Yeah, that's fair. And then- <laughs> you and your memory. <laughs> um. I'm trying to remember, like, Audrey Hepburn. Like, were her yes. movies in black and white? Some of them, probably. She had some. Her early work was. Yeah. Um, she was kind of one of those actresses who got started in, like, black and white. Like, she was in, um, I think she starred in Sabrina, the first Sabrina. Um, and then, but her career also, like, she did, like, My Fair Lady, and that was in color. Um, mm-hmm. So she she was kind of definitely in both, but she has some black and white. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure... Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's uh, is in black and white. Also a really good one. Yes. There's so many good films. Yeah. Mm, Let's see. What's my life lesson? My life lesson is sometimes be open. Sometimes be open to watching other genres for when you're hanging out with other people. Just be open to it sometimes. Unless it's (laughs) sci-fi. (laughs) <laughs> Emily just says this, these things to make me freaking mad. No, I don't. I just don't <sighs> want to watch sci-fi ever. 
I don't understand. This is something we will not find common ground on ever. Although I am determined to find a sci-fi that you will enjoy because I know there's one that's got to be out there. No. Yes. But but yeah, I just I really like some of the dramas and some of the actions so far and some of the what are I don't know. A lot of the movies I never thought I would ever watch, I've seen and I'm like, "Wow, those were actually really good and a lot better than my high school rom-com type movies that I watch but she said it people she said it she can't take it back but I will always go back to my cheesy rom-coms oh actually oh what's the my question for you what is the most recent movie that you've seen I'm pretty sure it was Tarzan (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing because I'm a sucker for Disney movies I'm ashamed. Well, I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. I just feel like I wish I could say something more nerd and more cool, but it was Tarzan. That was the last thing I watched. <laughs> yeah, mine um mine was Josie and the Pussycats. Yep. Great movie. I don't Love know it. it. You gotta watch it. It's I'm on sure HBO it. Max. I'd probably hate it. It's all about subliminal messaging, Anne. I'd probably hate That's it. That's the movie I was telling you about. Yeah. I'd probably hate it. Such a great one. So you guys should let us know what is your favorite genre and what is a genre for movies that you hate. And we're going to go watch a movie and it's not going to be sci-fi. You never know. Maybe you said keep an open mind. Yep. To anything but sci-fi. Ugh.